sports bar in Southern California, and he, um, he had a gentleman that came like almost every Monday and ordered, he never come to anyone with him, he ordered four shots of vodka, and only clothes in bed, and then he left. You know, never anyone else with him, didn't stay for Monday at football or whatever, people doing bars. And the other bartender asked him, I'm like, how do you do that? Sorry, I mean, you know, he's like, what do you we're the same drinks, you don't stay in the drinking and tell them about how the practice of his family is um is their father had started, their father had passed since, but he had they kept it up. Their business had started in New York and they set up they set up um offices also in Chicago, Philadelphia, and in Los Angeles. And so they used to drink together on every Monday. And so they got together, they said every Monday we'll get together when we can it's not a holiday. We'll drink once and once for once for my brother in New York, once for my brother in Philadelphia, once for my brother in Chicago, and once for me, you know, me and up at the same time. And then at one point, um, he comes in and he only orders three shots and he drinks them. We've always this practice, so important your family, four shots, this time you have three shots. He's like, I knew that, he said. Well, I quit drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Briefly, we have, I'll pick, pick on the brief 45 minutes here. Uh, <laughs> laughter is part of the theme of today's, in today's um, special holiday for our shop. Why is Isaac named Isaac? He's stuck. Laughter from. Derived from the word tzachok, laughter. Because we have themes of laughter. The. Um, um, with some of the laughter when, when Sarah hears she's going to become when she hears the prophecy she laughs you know and laugh, not um, it's thinking it's laugh his, the idea of his birth according to Rabbi Shimshon Raphael Horsh it's laughable that she would become a mother but it's also memorialized in the joy of Avraham the, the joy that he had in having a son finally having the son of promise in his, in his old age as well as Sarai even says in verse 6 that all who heard of her great event would take part in her joy. And this ratifies the name. And then all, in addition we have in verse 6, like I said, she says, Kol hashomea, excuse me, Yitzchak li, whoever hears will laugh for me, rejoice for my sake. The reason for universal joy was that when Sarah was remembered, many barren women, according to Rashi, were remembered along with her. Now they may say, well, how do you know that happened? Well, it's consistent with the prayer, the concept of prayer. We have laughter here taught, and that, um, that Gedalia Shore, Rabbi Gedalia Shore talked about um, that Isaac's primary character trait was gevorah, or introspection, strength of character and self-restraint. That might seem to contradict your names based upon laughter, strength of character. But the rabbi points out that in order to be truly strong, one must be able to laugh at the world and its seemingly insuperable obstacles, which may seem that way. We may run into obstacles. You have an obstacle. We're going to be... A woman who's 90 years old 
and whose husband is even older than her and who's been taught a promise that in that society puts so much upon their seat, you're going to have a son, and it hasn't happened. That seems to, that's a big obstacle, bigger than anything I've really faced. So, but, um, so being able to deal with these obstacles is the strength of character. Part of this we see is also in praying for others. Another thing is strength of character, but praying for others. The, in the, path, the passage, we're not going to look at but the pat today, but the passage before today's passage is when Avraham prays, when Avimelech's family, the, peop, the women among Avimelech had become barren, having been giving children, having, having children. Rashi quotes the Talmudic comment that these verses immediately follow those when Abraham prayed for Avimelech's household. This teaches that if one prays for another, although he himself is in need, that very same help, such prayers are soon answered. Often, if someone else is in need, find someone with a similar, similar situation. Pray for them. It's also good to give you a perspective, not just focusing, you know, not that anyone in our age would ever be narcissistic, but um, not just fo- <laughs> focusing upon oneself. I mean, that Sometimes you might think, why do I want that? If I'm miserable and I have someone else miserable, oh, I know someone who wants, I'm not saying this is all Catholics, but he said, he said one of the reasons he was Catholic, he says, even if I'm wrong, at least in hell, misery will love company. So um, I don't, but that's not the perspective. The perspective, when you know you're, you're not alone, you're part of a faith community. You know, it's not, it's not um, when we pray after our, Beit Midrash class, it's not just, oh, well, more likely I won't forget to pray during the week if you remember it then. It's part of the community coming together before Hashem as a community. One who prays for another as intensely as he would pray for his own needs, such prayer is soon answered. Nothing is so dear to God as a person's sincere concern for another person. Rabbi Akiva references Leviticus 19.18, think golden rule, in love your fellow man as, your, as you do yourself, a fundamental principle of Torah. So we see praying for others, but we also see later in the passage, one that's not as fun, the, um, due to our human efforts to, uh, well, maybe, maybe, maybe God, maybe sometimes we might think, well, maybe God needs a little help, you know, um, so... They tried to work it out, you know, through the incident with Hagar, and this is a, this is a family congregation, so we won't get in this R-rated territory, went, went on. But the difficulty Hagar has with Yishmael, and at one point she went and sat herself down. This is later in the past. Near the end of what we read, 21-16, she went and sat herself down at a distance, some bow shots away, and she said, let me not see the death of the child, and sat at a distance, lifted her voice and wept, then, verse 17, God heard the cry of her youth. An angel of God called to Hagar from heaven and said to her, What troubles you, Hagar? Fear not, for God has heeded the cry of your youth in the present, in his present state. Arise, lift up the youth, and grasp your hand upon you, for I will make a great nation of him. There's a focus upon, verse 17, Ba'asher Husham, in his present state. Midrash and and also in the Talmud in the tractate on Rosh Hashanah, interesting enough, talks about a tradition that angels pleaded with God not to perform a miracle for Ishmael because in the future his offspring would persecute and murder Jews. But God responded that he would judge Ishmael only according to his present deeds and not according to what 
might happen in the future. So whatever situation you see yourself in, that's why I think you need God, turn to God, and he will relate to you and turn the direction you need to go where you are now. You can't control everything. I mean, there's times, there, there's things with making restitution, making right what's wrong, seeking forgiveness, of course, um, and how you're going to go in the future. But today you can go where you are and turn in the right direction. The last thing related to that is that I'd like to mention is in Yohanan 8, 2, and 12, we have the famous account of, of um, what's usually called the woman caught in adultery. In that point, the, um, just part, the Torah teachers and the Proshim brought in a woman who had been caught committing adultery and made her stand in the center of this group. They said, Rabbi, this woman is caught in the very act of committing adultery. Now in Torah, Moshe commanded that she that such a woman be stoned to death. What do you say about it? So they have bring a situation where, I mean, the capital punishment, the Roman occupation authorities are in charge of, and it's not really being done. If you look at with all witnesses and all, you know, a lot of things about adultery, but it's not a solo, um, it's not a solo activity. And um, so they have her own. And so trying to trap him in the situation, get in trouble with Rome, he can get in trouble with, no matter what he does, in trouble with, it's not technically following Torah with witnesses if he supports the stoning, but if he doesn't, it can look like, oh, you're saying adultery is okay. So what is his response? Um, if I can find it exactly here. He bent down and wrote in the dust again. On hearing this, they began to leave one by the one, the older ones first until he was left alone with the woman still there. Standing up, Yeshua said to her, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She said, no one, sir. Yeshua said, neither do I condemn you. Now go and sin no more. Yeshua spoke to them and said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light which gives life. So you may or may not, you may or, I mean, some people don't like the word sin. I have a relative who doesn't like the word sin. But um, actually one time I was talking to her in the day, if you remember 1996 when the Olympics were in Atlanta, there was a bombing at the... Millennial or Centennial Park? I forget which. Fortunately, were not a lot of, there weren't a lot of casualties, relatively speaking, that I recall. But either way, she said she didn't like sin, but do you believe God would be pleased by an act of that? So if you don't like the word sin, fine, but whatever you want to call it, wherever you are, you can turn now and accept that clemency, that non-condemnation, and turn in the direction today God wants you to turn in. But he does say... Neither do I condemn you. Now go and sin no more. I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light which gives life. So as you're thinking, how will we proceed this? How will I proceed this coming year? Turn away from any direction, anything, any way you're not supposed to go. You can go in the direction God calls and walk according to the light, and you will never have to live in darkness, but have the light which gives life. Chag Sameach and Lashana Tova, and we will now continue with the service.